All right. Take two. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dinner at Your Place. Just me. Still, COVID is fucking back. Kind of convenient, though. Now you can go back and use that excuse still of like, oh, I can't hang out. I came into close contact with somebody recently. Meanwhile, you just don't have the energy, don't want to see those people. It's not a, it's not a bad lie. Uh, so yes, I was supposed to have a past guest and fellow Boston Comedy Choice Award nominee come by today and chat about the awards, chat about the year ahead. Uh, to start, congratulations to everybody that won. It was a fun, lovely evening of hanging out, supporting each other. Uh, what I loved, too, was that everybody was dressed exactly how they should be dressed for their own personality. You know, like, I, I'm i a fancy boy, so I took the opportunity throw a suit on I was telling this realization to a, a friend of mine who was there he shout out Andrew Breen and Andrew Vickers I was talking to Breen about this uh, they they won best sketch though so congratulations to them just talking to Andrew Breen about it uh, and he's like a cool slick back kind of guy and uh, he was fit perfectly into that mold he was just wearing a bomber and like a white t-shirt it was hilarious and then Jimmy Cash, the janitor with stamina, just rocking flannel and jeans. It was perfect. Everyone, for being told no dress code, looked perfect. Everyone looked happy. Everyone looked like they were having a a good time. So yes, on that note, congratulations to those who won. Dinner at Your Place did not take home any hardware. Uh, I, I expected that to happen, though. I love everyone who listens. Thank you guys for all the support. Everyone who voted, thank you as well. Uh, if you listen and did not vote, that's arguably more important. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, Clown People won. That was uh, Brianna Woodward and Al Christakis for Best Podcast. And they've been on this podcast. I've been on their podcast. I'm very happy that they took home the the trophy and Brianna also won rising star that award so very happy for her she super talented deserves every bit of recognition that she gets I love her dearly and I love Al dearly they're both they're both wonderful Brianna just technically won one more award than Al did I guess (laughs) so yeah I like I said I was going into it with a realistic expectation that while we are a small and loving army, the ball is still rolling. It has to get a little bigger. Um, My sister has a great phrase starting from a different event from last year, that test that I had to take. It's win, lose, or draw. Uh, You got to, you know, be proud of yourself and, look at what you've put in and I think that goes, you know, win, lose or draw. It doesn't matter if you walk out with 
a trophy for something or not. You you worked hard and you put your effort towards something that you care about. So be proud. So like I said, I was expecting to leave the same way I arrived with my pockets empty and my kick-ass burgundy suit. Uh, What I was not expecting was right after taking the loss and hearing that clown people won, I did not expect to be told to suck a dick from another comedian. That was their their bet that clown people would win when Best Podcast came up. Uh, a friend of mine was patting my shoulders and was like, "Oh, this this could be you. This could be you." I was like, "No, nah, it's not. Don't. It's not gonna. Let's not go there." And this other comedian chimed in and said, "I think it's gonna be clown people." And I said, "Great bet, also." And clown people got announced, and this comedian turned to me and went, "Boom! Suck a dick." And I just kind of said, well, that was pretty rude. I was a nominee. Uh, Dinner at your place. That's my podcast. And they doubled down and chose to say, oh, I didn't know that. You don't have to be so sensitive. (laughs) I started to get pretty pissed off. And I said, no, I'm not. That's not sensitive. That's just me pointing out that you made a rude remark. Sensitive would be starting to cry or, you know, running away. I'm just telling you that you made a rude remark and I did not appreciate that, even if you did not know. And again, I was told that I was being sensitive and and should not care so much. And this is where a past piece of advice that I was given comes into play. Uh, I was seeing someone who was once in a theater person and they were working on designs, the costumes for a show. And I went and saw that show and afterwards in the lobby was asked how I liked the show. I did not like that show. I answered honestly. I told him I thought it was not an enjoyable watch. I thought this, I thought that. You know, and I slid in, of course, because I believed this. I was like, the costumes look great. I thought you did a great job, of course. You know, you're very talented. Good job. As far as the overall show, this, that, this, that. And as I continued to express my feelings, more daggers were thrown my way each word I continued to say. And I started to think, hmm, maybe this is not the right answer. So we head out and I said, Hey, you know, what's up? I'm, I'm really sorry if that was too much. And, you know, like I, I thought it was fine. I, you know, was maybe trying to be funny. Uh, and they said, don't talk about the show until you've left the theater. And I said, what do you mean? You asked how I liked it. And they said, this is just a generic question for the sake of conversation. Your true opinions though, wait until the car, because you don't know who's around you at the show. You don't know if 
the director of that play you didn't like was standing right next to you. You don't know if an actor who stumbled over a line is behind you and you're like, whoa, that was really bad. You know, wait to talk about the show until you've left the theater. So that's in so many ways what I said when they once again said I was being sensitive. I I said, no, it's not sensitive. That's a rude comment. And even if you were correct in your guess about a bet that literally doesn't matter, you yourself said you don't know who the nominees are. You don't know who's around you. So shush your mouth until you get to the car. And I just was astounded that this person tripled down again and in their huffy and puffy walking away could not accept the fact that maybe they said an incorrect thing at an inopportune time. So I hope that person never gets to do stand-up ever again and they twist their ankle walking upstairs. Fuck. So annoying. God damn. They weren't even nominated for anything. They literally just bought a ticket and showed up to watch other people win awards. How fucking lame is that? Go be booked on a show. Go do a mic. Go do something productive. Instead of just watching people who are better than you win an award that you aren't nominated for. Man. I've never enjoyed that person. And I feel very vindicated in not liking them right now. Congratulations to everybody who won, though, truly. I... Just because this person torpedoed by night being a rude asshole everybody who won all of my friends all very hard workers and I'm very happy for the recognition that these people deserve alright an unrelated story now about also why this week could have been better um I was at, this is just weird. I was at the, I was at a Verizon store trying to get a new phone. There's about six people there hanging out. Uh, And this woman walked in and she just kind of announced to no one in particular, is everyone here waiting? And the employee kind of mumbled, yes. And so after that, she said, can someone please call my phone? I lost it in the car. And obviously, nobody wanted to be a part of this. <laughs> so everybody's just kind of looking at the floor. And she that you know says it again louder. 
can someone please call my phone? I lost it in the car. And I, the idiot who just looked up and she just then looked directly into my soul. And I was like, fuck, all right, I guess, I guess I'm doing this. She said, okay, what's your number? She tells me and I start dialing it and it just hits me. You should probably star six, seven, this just block your own number. So I erase it. I don't know why that hit me and I'm glad it did erase it. Hit star six, seven, ask her for the number again, call it. And it's ringing. And I have the phone to my ear and I'm looking at her phone to the ear, implying like it is ringing and she's still just standing there looking at me. And so I finally speak up and I say, it's ringing. Like, go look for it. Uh, and then she says to me, oh, can you come help me look for it? And I was like, I I, I really, I mean, it's ringing. I, I just said again, I was like, it's ringing. You know, I think you, you, you could be able to find it. And uh, she then says, Oh, it's it's really dark and I I lost it in the back seat, I think. The flashlight would be really helpful. Can you come help me look? And I was like, oh, God damn it, this is so much energy. Why am I doing this? But I'm thinking all this as I'm walking out of the store. Just signing myself up for whatever the fuck is going to happen and I finally I get like four steps out of the store and that's when it hits me I was like oh I think she's trying to kidnap me <laughs> so I go back to what I said already I just stop walking I'm outside at this point and I just say it's it's ringing I think I think you could be able to find it and she goes again it's dark, the flashlight, I need your help. It's in the back seat, I can't find it. And then she hits me with, don't you want to do your last good deed of the day? And that's that was the, the chill down my spine. And I was like, my last good deed of the day or the last good deed of my life? Are you going to string me up? What is happening here? So, also, the whole I can't hear the phone. What do you drive a stretch fucking limo? No. Whether the phone the phone ring, you can hear that. Phone ringing, you can hear that. Even if the phone is on vibrate though, like it's not as if you can't hear that. Have you ever put your phone on something that's not like on your po- in your pocket? You just put it on an object and the phone vibrates. The sound that the phone vibrating on that object makes, it sounds like an animal giving birth. It's just like. <laughs> you can hear that. So I I just said it's ringing. I think, you know, and she says, don't you want to do your last good deed of the day? And instead of being an adult and saying this is uncomfortable I don't feel right or you know even just being like stranger danger and going back in the store I just choose to say you know I could just not do this (laughs) and it's almost as if that ridiculous 
statement broke whatever her evil plan was because she looked at me and she just goes who talks to someone that way she calls me a dick walks off to her car I go back in the store and everyone's just kind of staring at me it's very tense it's very uncomfortable so I just kind of break that tension I say oh that was weird right and this older woman she walks up to me she puts her hand on my shoulder and she goes I thought she was gonna take you So we're all laughing about that and the woman who walked to her car, the antagonist of the story, I see that car, I look out the window and I see that car that she had walked to pulled up to the stop sign that was right outside the store. And I glanced over and I saw it and I was like, ah, I'll look away, you know, I don't want to start anything else. But it kind of hit me at that moment that something was off again. And I glanced back just to confirm that what I thought I saw was true. The woman was in the passenger seat of the car. There was somebody else behind the wheel driving. So I just get wide-eyed at that, looking at this woman, and she slaps the driver's arm, and they peel out of the Verizon store. I don't really have an end to this story yet, except the fact that I'm 29 years old and almost got kidnapped, so I guess I'm still cute? I really don't. (laughs) So, all in all, thanks for hanging out and listening. Thanks for voting if you did. Don't get kidnapped. And don't tell people to suck your dick. See ya.